Welcome back to the Get Stoked Podcast. I am your host, Austin Sokol. It has been a hot minute. I took an unexpected hiatus for about two weeks. Uh, one of my buddies from high school got married. Congrats to Doug and Ellie. It was a phenomenal wedding, and I was very glad to be a part of it, a part of your special day over the Memorial Weekend. And I missed out on a whole lot of things, ladies and gentlemen. The NBA Finals has started. Celtics are up one nothing. The Stanley Cup semifinals are are underway. They, and when I say they, Colorado and New York are up two nothing against Edmonton and Tampa Bay, respectively. The college baseball tournament has gone on. Hail to the maize and blue. Hail to the victors as they beat Oregon last night eight to six. And today is Saturday, June 4th. I typically would do it Tuesdays and Fridays, but I thought, you know what? Let's try a Saturday one again. I haven't done one of those in a hot minute. And the Women's College World Series is underway as well in the double elimination round. I got to give some love to the ladies as Oklahoma and Texas play today at 3 o'clock p.m. Eastern time on ABC. It is the Red River excuse me, the Red River rivalry all over again, but in college softball. And then number 14, Florida is facing number seven, Oklahoma State at seven o'clock p.m. on ESPN. I love how they're giving the ladies the spotlight. Softball, especially college softball, is actually quite intense. If you have not watched it, I would recommend watching a few innings. It can be pretty intense. It's more fast-paced. It's a shorter field than baseball is, but those windups that those pitchers has, ooh, ooh, they are nasty. I would love to see a college baseball player go up against a softball pitcher. It may or may not end well for either one, but I'm not going to put any money on it just yet. So my first topic is diving right in to the NBA Finals game one happened already yes it happened already boston won 120 to 108 and for my warriors you guys got rocked there in the fourth quarter you allowed 40 points against you in your own chase center oh my goodness gracious and i i'm at a loss of words i really am Uh, Celtics, of course, go up game one for tomorrow night, Sunday night. It is at 8 o'clock p.m. on ABC in San Francisco. The line is four for the Warriors, so they are a four-point favorite. And the over-under is 215.5. That, to me, it's going to be a close game. And with some players to watch, you got Jason Tatum, you got Steph Curry, you got Clay Thompson, you got Al Horford, you got Jalen Brown, you got Marcus Smart, you got Jordan Poole, Draymond Green. I can go on and on and on. And looking back for a second on my little hiatus, I was going to actually put out an episode on my pick for the Warriors. And, of course, maybe the Celtics. And I put on Twitter what my predictions were, and I will read them to you right now, which, of course, is my pick is Warriors in six. And 
if you want to know why, I, well, that's what I'm about to tell you. I have the Warriors because they are a veteran group. They've been to the finals more times than the whole entire Boston Celtics roster has. Well, maybe with the exception of Al Horford. So I have the Warriors in six. They are health. They are healthy. They have an entire healthy lineup. Phenomenal shooting capabilities, especially from Chef Curry, Steph Curry. He holds the most three-pointers of all time. He is arguably, if not undeniably, the greatest shooter of all time. And he has shown that time and time again throughout the playoffs. He showed it in game one. And, of course, I cannot forget their veteran leadership. Andre Iguodala, Clay Thompson, Andre, or Draymond Green. I don't know why I said Andre again. Draymond Green and Steph Curry leading a very young core. Jordan Poole, Kaminga, and a few others on the roster. They have the veteran core, the four core is what I like to call it, around surrounded by young athletic talent. And I, I have to say the same for Boston. They've had experience in the playoffs, but they've never had the finals experience. They did have a taste of it on a few nights ago on Thursday night. Or was it Friday? No, it was Thursday night. And I have to say, it was it was phenomenal. It was a very gritty, entertaining game. Going back and forth, the Warriors went up huge. And the Celtics clawed closer and closer. And then the Warriors would pull away up until the fourth quarter. So the Celtics, I'm looking at the spread here. They scored pretty consistently for the first three quarters. 28, 28, and 24 where the Warriors were 32, 22, and 38. Pretty consistent on first and third. Now, the fourth quarter is what I'm looking at. The Celtics were down 12, I believe, heading into the fourth quarter. Double digits. Can they make a pull-off? Can they pull out a win? The Celtics scored 40 points against the Warriors. 40 points to 16 to secure a 120-108 win over the Golden State Warriors, the controversial overall pick to win the finals. Now, the Celtics have made their case. They have what it takes to win an NBA Finals, but can they do it? It's Can they do it in five games or less now that game one is over? Probably. But you still have game two, three, four, five, maybe six and seven to go. And you have only seen game one of the Golden State Warriors. I know you played them a few times back in the season, but that was back in the regular season. This is postseason Golden State Warriors. You have Steph Curry. You have Draymond Green. And I just said Chase or Clay Thompson. Why am I saying Chase? Oh, my goodness. That hiatus threw me off my game. <laughs> You have Klay Thompson, you have Andre Iguodala, you have Steve Kerr, who is arguably one of the best coaches right now in the game. He, I think he has won seven titles as a coach and as a player. Three with, no, it's six. Three with Michael Jordan and the Bulls, three with the Warriors. If he can win seven, that is unheard of. That is unheard of as a player and a coach. But getting back to the game, game two is coming up tomorrow night at 8 o'clock at the Chase Center. 
I have the Warriors winning this game because they know now what the Celtics will look like in the playoffs in this series specifically. Well, it's really going to be the only series. They have the capabilities. They have the firepower. They have the weapons. They have the shooting range. They have the playmaking abilities to beat the Celtics. Will it be a back-and-forth battle between Jason Tatum and Steph Curry? For the most part, yes. You have those supporting characters like Al Horford, Clay Thompson, Jordan Poole, Marcus Smart, Derek White. You have all of those guys who are going to step up at one point. And don't get me wrong, they will all make phenomenal plays, but it all comes down to turnovers. The Warriors were plagued by turnovers at the end of the game. And Steve Kerr in the huddle said, hey, we need to stop here. And on that, after that timeout, the Celtics score a very huge three-point shot to put them up even more. So they know now what they need to do to get the job done to make it a 1-1 series. Or else they are looking at a 2-0 series, which is going to get harder and harder to come back from. And I want the Warriors to win. I need the Warriors to win. I'm putting a lot of money into the Warriors, my hometown Warriors. Yes, I am from the Bay. And I, I'm i rooting for them all day and all night. I know Boston is its championship city with the Patriots, with the Bruins, with the Red Sox. And Boston's probably the long... They've been the team without a title the longest. Patriots were probably... What were they, the most recent? Actually, let me re- let me rework that for a second. You have the Patriots with the most recent. I take that back again. You have the Red Sox with the most recent title. Nope, I got to go back again. You have the Patriots, Red Sox, Bruins, and then the Celtics. That That's the order I'm sticking with. I could be very much wrong, but that's the order I'm sticking with. Patriots, Red Sox, Bruins, Celtics. The last time, the last one I remember that the Celtics won was with Kevin Garnett, and he screams in the microphone, "Anything is possible." I'm not going to recreate that because you, I'm sure everyone knows how it goes. And I have to say that is probably the last time they've won. Now they are back in the finals since the last time they were in the finals, which was the year after they won the title. And I have the Warriors winning this series. They've never played each other in the finals. This is a first-time meeting in the finals, which is pretty historic and pretty exciting. But Warriors, I have you going 116 to 110. You guys are going to make a late push. You're going to be down by six going into the fourth quarter. It's going to go back and forth, but you're going to inch closer. You're going to have fouls. You're going to give fouls. But Warriors are going to win 116-110. to 110. Steph Curry is going to get a nice pass from Klay Thompson to, to have the go-ahead three to go up by two. Then Jason Tatum is going to drive. He's going to miss it. This is going to be about with, uh, let's say, 45 seconds left in the game. Steph Curry controls the ball, controls, controls the tempo, passes it to Klay. He drives in for two. Without an assist from Draymond Green, they pass it back and forth. The Celtics are going to force the foul, have a couple free throws in there. It's going to be 116 to 110. That is my prediction for tomorrow. I'm sticking with it, and I will recap this game on Tuesday. 
The next item of business on my list is going to the NHL Stanley Playoffs. They have been tremendous games. They have been amazing to watch, probably a little more entertaining than the NBA right now. And I'm talking about the semifinals. I'm talking about Edmonton versus Colorado. But the one I've been watching the most, New York against Tampa Bay. It has been a phenomenal, destructive, high-energy game. Or two, I'm going to say high-energy games for the New York Rangers. <laughs> it is, oh my goodness. Game one, 6-2, to two, absolute destruction of the Tampa Bay Lightning. They have had too long of a break. And then they just get trampled by a little lack, uh, lacking of rest team, the New York Rangers. And I got to say, I want the Rangers to win. I'm tired of seeing the Tampa Bay Rays, not the Rays, I'm sorry, the Tampa Bay Lightning in the Stanley Cup Finals. They're down 2 nothing. The probability of them coming back is it could be in their favor, but hockey is a game of momentum. And I have the momentum swinging for New York. They, of course, are now going down to Tampa Bay in a very hostile environment. Now that they played two at home, they have the home crowd. It was loud. It was energetic. They just won 3-2 to two last night against Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay was making a case to come back, but New York said, no, thank you. We are winning at home again. And I got to say, this game three, it will be two to one. I have Tampa Bay winning this upcoming game. It's going to be four to two on Sunday when they are in Tampa Bay. And I have to say, this is going to be a very entertaining game. The line is, of course, in favor of Tampa Bay. And negative 175 over under is five and a half. You are going to be in a very hostile environment. Tampa Bay fans are hostile. They are loud. They are energetic. They are back-to-back NHL champions. They want to make the case for triple back-to-back-to-back champions. They want to make this case. They really do. And will they? They definitely could. But New York has to keep on the toes of their skates. They have to play like they have been. They have to be familiar and comfortable in a hostile environment coming up tomorrow at 3. Oh, it is a 3 o'clock game. Wow, I'm surprised. But, of course, you have to know the outcome. You have to know the probability of you winning which is going to be not in your favor because you're in Tampa Bay territory. But, of course, I'm going to say this again. This game is going to be a game of momentum. It is going to be phenomenal. It's going to be exciting. I will gladly watch this series. But I have Tampa Bay winning 4-2. to two. That's how it's going to be. 2-1, to one, and then New York is going to go up 3-1. to one. That is what I'm going to say for the NHL. Before we go, I have to shout out baseball, and I'm just saying baseball in general because Michigan defeated Oregon 8-6 to last night, and they are to playing Louisville today at 4 o'clock. And this baseball tournament is going to be phenomenal. 
There is a whole lot of talent in this landscape of baseball. It is exciting. It is going to be, ooh, I, I can't even describe how awesome it's going to be. Like right now, Oregon, ooh, Oregon, they are up 15-5 to against Southeast Mississippi in the top of the six. And I, I don't know if I like that because Oregon may make another strong case to get a push in this postseason. Now, there is a lot of great teams in this bracket. You have UCLA. You have Maryland. You have Central Michigan has actually made a strong case for themselves as well. You also have Texas Tech. You have Georgia Southern. You have Louisville. Vanderbilt. They have, they're kind of the Alabama of college baseball. You have Tennessee, who has been the best team this year. You have Auburn. You have Texas A&M, Virginia Tech, Maryland. I already said Maryland. Oklahoma State, North Carolina, Stanford. This is going to be a very tight race, ladies and gentlemen, for college baseball. I could see Tennessee going all the way. They may be facing Vanderbilt sometime along the way because Vanderbilt has always made a strong case to go to the College Baseball World Series in Omaha. And I am excited to see what happens when this all plays out. Because, I, of course, I'm going for Michigan to go, and there's only two Big Ten teams here, Michigan Maryland. I want Michigan to continue going. They have to beat Louisville tonight in order to secure that next spot to push on to the regional. Now going over to the MLB. I was watching... Uh, the Tigers play the Yankees on Apple TV Plus last night, and it was not pretty. It was really not pretty. They were terrible. That's really the only way I could describe it. They were terrible. They lost 13 to nothing. 13 to nothing in a near perfect game for Garrett Cole. Now, the Tigers, they're 21 and 31. They've been climbing a little bit, they've made some leverage, they've made some momentum along the way. Of course, the Yankees. They're 37 and 15, 21 and 7 at home. And the Tigers are 6 and 16 away. So it's pretty, I can say with certainty, the odds are not in Detroit's favor to win in Yankee Stadium. Now, the Yankees right now, it's top of the six, two outs as I'm recording this. They are up 1 0. So the Tigers are holding them a lot better. But you need Scooble to really step up his game. He has been the ace the Tigers needed for a long time since Verlander. Since Scherzer, since David Price. I have not heard David Price's name in a long time. I have no idea how he's doing. But Detroit fans, do not worry. We are making progress. It is going to be slow. It is going to be It's going to be sad. It's going to be hard because we are making progress. We are still rebuilding. Will we make the playoffs this year? I said earlier in this podcast history, they are making the playoffs as a wild card but I, I feel confident that they can. But they have to move up in the AL Central. They are behind Minnesota, they're behind Cleveland, and they're behind Chicago. The only team they're ahead of is a league-worst Kansas City. And they're up by four games, I believe, three or four games. So they could be in a better spot. But they are working. Trust the process. It will be okay. It always will be. Well, not always. Because we had to deal with the Pistons, the Lions, the Red Wings, and the Tigers. And the Tigers looked the most promising to be a actually good team. 
followed by the Lions, Red Wings, Pistons. I'm going to put Pistons in front of the Red Wings. But I will say this. Tigers, fans, you got to be patient. I know we want them to win. I know we want them to stay hot. It will happen eventually. They just need a little more time. We'll get it. We'll get there. I have faith in the Tigers. Go Tigers. They will get there. I promise you. They will. That does it for me on this very warm Saturday here in Grand Rapids. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Get Stoked Podcast. I will be back Tuesday. I am saying that with certainty. I will be back Tuesday. Not next Tuesday, not the week after, but this upcoming Tuesday in three days. I will be back to break down more of the NBA Finals, more of the Stanley Cup playoffs, more of college baseball. I'll have a little softball in there. I will also premiere Ultimate Frisbee as I did play in college, and it got me hooked on watching it. I have not stopped following it. So I will premiere Ultimate Frisbee. I know it's not a sport that everyone watches, but I thought it'd be good to show. So that is coming up on the next episode. I hope everyone has a phenomenal, warm, safe weekend. We will see you on Tuesday.